gun. Hello, and welcome to Chumbology, a Chumbawamba anthology podcast. On this podcast, we are digging song by song, album by album, through the discography of one of the most overlooked bands of all time, Chumbawamba. And today, we're taking a look at Moses with a Gun, which is track 17. Those are my gun gonna, sound effects. I'm just yeah. going to add a bunch of gun sound effects in this Please episode. Do. Just make it completely <laughs> unlistenable. Can, yeah. um, can you edit in Mr. Polska um, saying... Do rah, that. Gah, 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 gah. <laughs> my my Kali's the cough or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is track 17 off of Mr. Polska's ninth <laughs> studio album with Seagullwig. <laughs> Uh, dream collaboration, Chumbawamba and Mr. Polska. In like a slightly different reality, I think it could happen. Yeah. I mean, he's from the Netherlands. When That's we... like basically the same thing as Europe. Yeah, I mean, it is in Europe. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> when we um, finally do our, our DJ sets, can we please find a way to mash up Chumbawamba and uh, Mr. Polska? Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> I googled Chumbawamba Mr. Polska, and unfortunately, it's not showing up with anything. It does show well, with some things because Polska is like a, a yeah. term outside of the the man. Um, when you upload this week's episode, what you need to do is somewhere in the episode description write uh, the phrase "Chumbawamba" <laughs> and "Mr. Polska," so that anytime someone tries to find the overlap between those two esteemed artists, yeah. they find our podcast. <laughs> Which is that's our ideal uh, fan base is people who are looking oh, yeah, for, for sure. Chumbawamba Mr. Polska mashups. Which might yeah, just yeah, be it'll us. be like, so, like the third person on the planet who's really enthusiastic about those two artists besides <laughs> us, um, will be searching on Google and they'll find us and they'll be like, finally, my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirty years down the line, some like teenager who's like completely irony poisoned, <laughs> and because by that point, like all culture from this period will be like morphed into one. So like. Tub Thumper yeah. and uh, Hard Bass will have taken place at the same exact time. Uh, so they'll yeah. be like, oh yeah, my two favorite genres from the, the aughts, uh, Britpop and Hard Bass. I wonder if my two favorite <laughs> artists ever collaborated. <laughs> and then and then they'll find this episode of this podcast and they'll be like, wow, I can't believe I found this ancient historical text <laughs> from the period. Yeah. And uh, it'll be fun. Well, by that time, I hope... uh, this will be transcribed yeah. into books because the internet won't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. I hope that in, like, a hundred years after we're both dead, someone unearths Chumbology and, like, uses it as, like, uh, an anthropological study of the period. Yeah. I don't like... know. I don't know if we'll get that far, but I feel like in, like, 30 years, some grad student will cite us in a fucking paper. I I would love that. I would love to be cited in some like <laughs> doctoral thesis yeah. about about like <clears throat> pop culture, pop music from the from the period. Yeah, the the renaissance of uh, pop music via way of ironic podcasts or something like that. Yeah, I guess this is not ironic. Yeah. Podcast, I'm not ironic. I mean, we're not ironic, but we're we're more comedic than like a a stark historical. We're we're not. Coming at you with like a, a YouTube thumbnail that's just like they said <laughs> what like it's a little bit a little bit different than that. I ended up just every looking at single word I say that, on that this podcast is well, is fact first. Sorry, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at uh, all the, I was looking. I was trying to find Mr. Polska Chimbalumbo, and then I ended up on I see. 
it, it started showing me the Chumbawamba baby, and then it started showing okay. me that, like, uh, the gif of, like, that dancing baby, and then just, like, fucked up variations of it. Not a fan. Hell yes. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> There's some pretty scary babies out there. Yeah. Babies are scary. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. The boss baby? Yeah. I don't like the look of death in the boss baby's eyes. <laughs> he has. Killed... Have we talked about this recently? We definitely. I was about, about to say like I, I don't remember. We did. Okay, I couldn't remember <laughs> okay. where it might okay. have just been in real life that we talked about the boss baby, but we have at, at some point in the near past we talked about the boss baby murdering someone. Yeah. <laughs> the boss baby has seen the life uh, fade from his enemy's eyes. <laughs> uh. And that's why we're talking today about this track, The Boss Baby with a Gun. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Moses was the original Boss Baby. Yeah. In a, in a way, you're right. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. Jesus was the original Boss Baby. Was Jesus a boss, though? Yeah. I th- He was a socialist. You can be a boss and a socialist. That's true. I don't know what the hell we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Let's talk about Moses with a gun. Let's talk about Moses with a gun. So let's... Fun, fun little jaunty tune. Yeah, that was literally my only musical note. Yeah. You ruined it. You stole um, my. Sorry. Stole my bit. That's okay. I'll just sorry. stay. You, com- get, you get. I don't own the word jaunt. You can say it again later. No, I'm just gonna stay completely silent for the rest of the episode. Okay. I'm gonna let you carry us. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm sure that will make for extremely yeah. exciting and engaging uh digital <laughs> audio content for our just hordes of adoring fans me me coughing and occasionally taking a sip of my tea while you yeah. make uh, puns into the void anyway what kind of a... tea are you drinking today? um i'm drinking uh an ashwagandha energy tea that i got at the Ooh, dollar store nice <laughs> i am it drinking does... i am drinking a chamomile blend that i got from uh aldi Ooh, yeah mine does not taste been... very good but it, it gives me an yeah. energy boost so i drink it when i've already consumed like 400 milligrams of caffeine and don't want to put any more pressure on my heart <laughs> mine is um like like a blend of chamomile um and and, and a bunch and what of else? other shit it's and pretty pee? good and p yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah and p to each their own yeah. Anyway, I, I just what can I say? I love drinking pee. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be the clip for this week's episode. The hotter, the better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we have the liner notes here provided to us uh, from our wonderful friend of the show, Nim. Um, this one's a, a short and sweet, if you couldn't tell by the fact that it's a 25 second song. So the, the note that Chumbawamba left us is the rampant prime, the, the rampant primeval morality of Norman Mailer's novel, Why Are We in Vietnam, suggests that if you're going to eat deer, then you should be prepared to kill it. If one is willing to have a cop risk his life in that apprehension of a burglar, then one should also be prepared to gun that burglar down. Following this line of thought in the wake of the Columbine High School shootings, Mr. Heston, as chairman of the National Rifle Association, reassuringly suggested that in the future teachers should be armed and that people should be banned from wearing trench coats. So, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, really, kind of a time capsule of of when this uh, album came out, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny that you would think of like having to ban trench coats as like a thing. I that, know. I mean, I know. I'm sure if you listen to this in two years, trench coats will be back. 
like ironically yeah. because of hyper pop or something but like the idea that like <laughs> i was gonna dr- say i feel like i i feel like i see people wearing trench coats not not often yeah like like you like you have a trench coat that i've seen you wear at least that's twice not like a, that's not like months. a trench coat that's like uh <laughs> that's like a what's a pea coat I don't know. I, I don't know, Teddy. You say when now. you wear it, you say you're going Morpheus mode. That is and true. Morpheus but I, wore a trench coat. Morpheus <laughs> did wear a trench coat, but I don't have the money for a trench coat. I stole that That's jacket fair. from Mel for the sake of a bit. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I like the idea that like a high school would say like, "Hey, you can't wear trench coats," and like anyone besides yeah. like the one weird guy would be like, "This is like fascism." Is like insane to me. Like, yeah. But right, right. product of the time, you know, the Matrix had just come yeah. out. The, uh, the and Columbine, the Columbine, Columbine had just happened. Were infamously, yeah. uh, trench coat enthusiasts. Yeah, I um, mean, a trench coat's a good jacket. I don't blame him for that. Yeah. The rest of yeah. it, I do blame him for. But <laughs> I do not condone the other things yeah. that the Columbine kids did. Yeah, but, but the trench coats are fine by me. Yeah, I got nothing against <laughs> it. So that's why I hate Charles. Can Huston. you believe? Charles can you believe Huston. that Eric Klebold and Dylan Harris listened to Marilyn Manson? That's extremely problematic. That is true. And like the Christian moms are right. <laughs> yeah, They're I right. feel like we've also talked about this. Yeah. at some point on the show, They're... where like the Christian moms were right to hate Marilyn Manson and Harry Potter. Yeah, they were right. They they fucking <laughs> knew. They were like, this dude's a bad guy. And J.K. Rowling's a turf, which is something that Christian moms despise, from my experience. Yeah, Christian yeah. moms love trans people and hate turfs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So there's not a whole lot of lyrics in the song, but we do have a little bit of s- stuff to dig into yeah. about Charlton Heston. I do want to start with reading the the um the genius summary of this song. The genius.com summary is um Charlton Heston famously played Moses. For most of his life he had been a Democrat before being swept up in the Reagan movement. He went on to be president of the NRA for five years. Sadly, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease near the end of his term. Alzheimer's is best known for impairing memory, but it can also severely impact judgment, and there is usually a considerable delay between onset of the disorder and diagnosis. Just saying. (laughs) Definitely written by a real human being and not like an algorithm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I... (laughs) I don't know. I, I think it's really funny. No, this is definitely written by a real human being. This is an algorithmic. This is somebody like this is some some liberal being like being like uh, Charles and Heston became an NRA advocate because he he had dementia. <laughs> like, I don't think too, I mean, that sounds. Too, uh, yeah. The the last bit there where it's just like kind of like he had Alzheimer's and then like gives you like the description of Alzheimer's does sound very like. How many can I hit the hundred words that is needed in this like annotation? Like, copy the yeah. Wikipedia description for Alzheimer's. But yeah, I mean, I don't really know too much about Charleston. Charl, I keep wanting to say Charleston, like the fucking shoes, but it's Charlton, which is a stupid... <laughs> or the or the dance, yeah, <laughs> the the dance sensation sweeping the nation. Yeah, the Charlton. Uh, that's a stupid name. I fucking... Yeah. It's like, no wonder the dude is... He was kind up, of a stupid guy. Yeah, so. no wonder you become, like, a fucking, like, conservative with brain damage when you uh, have a name like Charlton. But, yeah, right. um, so, Moses with a Gun, while also being the song title, is a what they called 
Charlton Heston. It was like a nickname. Yeah. I found a few articles yeah. that specifically mention him as either the Moses of gun rights or the Moses of the yeah. NRA. Yeah, he played um, Moses in um in the movie The Ten Commandments, yes. which is probably his most famous role. And he like played that up as part yeah. of his bit. There was a like in a in a not a debate, but it but in something like a, a political ad, he um held like a musket above his head similar to uh like how he lifted the staff in the movie yeah and told gore yeah. to to pry it from his cold dead hands um and then, <laughs> right right yeah. right and then yeah, as we the origin of that yeah as, as we all know gore did uh go on to lose that election probably due yeah. to some sort of voter fraud but also it'd be very funny if he lost because this dipshit yelled at him like <laughs> the, the democrats continue to have strong independent candidates who can take yeah. criticism from old men with alzheimer's holding muskets like if that's really if that's what like tanks your campaign like you didn't do a very good job not to defend charlton heston but yeah i mean if there's one thing that conservatives have always been better at than democrats is it's uh messaging yeah they're so much better at it and i mean they've like, realized that like people like insane people like, they do yeah, no one no like one gives a shit people, about like yeah. the most normal guy possible like no one fucking cares yeah. about like pete booty gag I mean, he's not normal, but he's trying to be like a lizard person yeah. being normal. I, I I care about Pete Buttigieg because he's a fucking uh, rat man. Yeah, and, fa- and very fascinating to me. But that is, but I like, also have weird fixations. Yeah. But like the Dems keep running like these like incredibly like boring like plain non-offensive yeah. people. It's just like okay, that doesn't get anyone excited. Like everyone likes the that's no. like there are multiple people in our Congress now that are like QAnon supporters, and that's not yeah. like a weird quirk or like a, a oh the system is broken. It's designed to give attention to insane people. So the Democrats yeah. should just start running insane people. We need more I, I insane Democrats. Believe, I mean, we don't I because the Democrats are dying party. Had, but. Yeah, I firmly believe that if we had like a um like a donald trump style anarchist run for president like yeah. on the on the democratic ticket they would get popular support you would really do great do. i mean that's like yeah. as, as much as i have qualms with bernie and like the whole democratic socialist movement that like kind of emerged around that like the reason yeah. people liked bernie was because he had like fucking quips and like one-liners like yeah. how many people did yeah. you know that were like apolitical or like even consider themselves conservatives would be like i like bernie though because he tells the fucking truth and it's just yeah. like yeah because yeah. he's like yeah. he has a he has character he's your sassy grandpa he's not yeah. dying of dementia or a cop which is like the best that the <laughs> democrats like the their other choices uh yeah i don't know um i mean it, it's it, it's kind of a <clears throat> excuse me it's kind of a shitty state of affairs that we find ourselves in that that's what gets people elected right but also like i don't know just is that really something that's new i feel like it's no. it's uh it's it's a thing that's always been a part of our electoral politics like yeah you know go all the way back to fucking george washington people didn't want him to be president because he was like a neutral like normal guy it's because he was a war hero right like it's always been a personality business yeah and uh and i feel like mass media and like the advent of like the internet and everything has only amplified that and made it like even bigger than it already was but it was already it the basis was already there i mean like ronald reagan's a really good example too of yeah. like someone in recent modern times who like was a big personality prior to the internet though yeah 
And I mean, we we see it. It's it's always been a thing, as you said. Like it's just amplified now that there's the internet, and yeah. then the other side of it has been amplified too. Where like the Democrats repeatedly are just like, "What if now that everyone has access to information, now that they can do their yeah. own independent research, if we're just like the most neutral and the most boring, that'll get people to vote for us?" And the <laughs> they don't. Right. But like I. I don't know. I always I, I catch myself talking about things as if like I genuinely believe that the Democrats want to win elections, which I do not. No, they don't. Like this is all <laughs> on purpose. They're not. Yeah. They're not dumb. I mean, they are dumb, but they're they're not losing on purpose. They're losing because it's easier than winning. They get more funding yeah, that way they, too. They, because they can they send you seventy enemy. fucking emails being like, yeah. "Your rights are in danger if you don't send me twenty seven dollars right now." Love yeah, I, I have no idea how I ended up on this fucking email list, but I get like these, these, um, these like liberal like marketing campaigns all the time, and it's always like weird denominations of money, like twenty seven dollars yep. or or thirty two dollars, and I'm like, I'm not sending you anything, first of all, but also like, if I was someone who wanted to send you money, like try asking for five, yep. you know, like you're you're supposedly the party of the working class, but like you're asking people to set aside like like more than a couple dollars to support you no fuck off yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's like the the conservatives have always had people like like charlton heston and what when have we ever like not we because i'm not a fucking democrat but <laughs> when has the democratic party ever had anyone remotely like that to like push their messaging you know i don't know like yeah i, I mean you had like, you had like jfk <laughs> JFK was was cool yeah. and and fun and had yeah JFK like some, was pretty subversive some, for his some time. Some to us and that's why they fucking shot him. Like he was fucking Catholic, man. Yeah, can you that's, believe it? That's like, pretty submersive or subversive. Um, uh, I'm looking at photos. Funny to think, yeah. I'm looking at photos of Charlton Heston and uh, when yeah. he's dressed as Moses, he looks like uh, the weekend in his old man makeup. That oh, that's really doing. fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I yeah. can see it. <laughs> Like, it's, like, a very um, can, obvious, like, fake or, like, dyed yeah. beard. <laughs> yeah. Can you please explain to me what you mean uh, by the note, kind of the opposite of Jesus in Vegas? Well, you have you have <laughs> Jesus, a biblical uh, figure, uh-huh. being put into Las Vegas. And with this, you have a biblical figure, assuming in biblical times, but with modern-day technology. It's kind of like right, a, I see. the opposite. They're they're playing around with a lot of Christian imagery on this album. Partially, I mean, this one is a little bit less so a straight-up Christian allegory than it is a reference to Charlton Heston and his role as Moses. But Um, I I thought it was funny. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see... um... You know, top ten anime crossovers, Jesus in Vegas, Moses with a gun. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of photos of Moses with a gun, mostly because there's a lot of puns on Guns and Moses, which I do appreciate. And I found someone, there is a song called Guns and Moses I found on SoundCloud. I've not listened to yet. (laughs) Do not give my seal of approval to just like i only approve of the columbine kids trench coats yeah. the only thing i approve of in this band is their name but yeah <laughs> i mean for gun... a second i was like for a second i was like wait what's the pun guns and moses what are you talking about <laughs> jesus wait, hold on one second i found i found something incredible yeah um hold on check the discord 
Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh boy. Okay. Please, uh, please go on and describe. Paint a word picture for our listeners of um, what you just sent me. So what I what I sent Natalie is it's two guns crossed, <laughs> and then above it are the Ten Commandments. And then above that, sticking out of them, are two flags. On the left, we have the American flag. And on the right, Stars and we stripes have, forever, baby. Yeah, we have the Israeli flag. And then it says around all of it, guns and Moses. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Where is this from? boy. Guns and Moses. This is my favorite thing I've seen on the internet all week. It's a good one. Oh, my God. Hold on. This is from a Facebook page that is still active. What's the page called? It's called Guns and Moses. <laughs> I see. Amazing. <laughs> uh, they posted an article like a month ago that says, It's a shtick up. New Jersey rabbi designs concealed carry coach for Shabbat. <laughs> Wonderful. That this was is... just a lot of that was just a lot of words that I don't know that I fully processed. This is just like an incredible amount of like niche interests like yeah i'm really into like hold on the about i'll I'll read the about for guns and moses guns and moses aims to enhance the skills safety and enjoyment of firearms for all jews with the help of providing them with the ability to defend themselves okay not the worst thing not the worst goal you could have Um, yeah yeah hmm uh, I am a little worried about um, that in the context of the Israeli flag, <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, I'm just gonna take it in good faith that it's just an anti anti semitism movement, and they're all radical anarchists who. Uh, I don't think so because a I free and liberated Palestine. <laughs> there is there is an anti Mao uh, meme Uh-oh. on the page. And then immediately under that is a stone toss comic edited to be pro Israel, which is definitely uh, <laughs> not how that man feels. But uh. um, it's all uh, it's all um, it's all ironic. Yeah, there is no yeah, such thing as an anti gunner. There are people who want to be armed for self defense, and those who outsource their armed self defense to the government. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Guns and Moses. Now see, it's fun. It's so. Isn't it so funny when like a, when like a, 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 a thing that's like very clearly antithetical to your uh, views and um, says something that you're like, yeah, that part's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's God. one of those things where like I agree with all of this. I, I do think that especially if you are a Jewish person in this country, you have a right to bear yeah. arms. Like especially with Absolutely. the amount of hate crimes going up, I do not blame anyone for wanting to arm themselves. But the fact that it's tied into uh, a bunch of weird anti-communist and then uh, like pro-Israel statements while also using like alt-right memes and imagery that do cross over into the anti-Semitic like realm is really yeah. questionable <laughs> yeah like literally as i said Ugh. like they they posted an edited uh fucking stone toss comic and like the literal like the first comment is from someone being like hey you know this guy engages in holocaust denial like wonderful yeah. good thing that you should agree with this person on is their right like to bear arms when they also like don't think that the genocide of your people happened huh. yeah 
See? Oh man. <laughs> That is that is all sorts of twisted. Holy yeah. shit. We really went down <laughs> what I thought was going to be a, a funny of... rabbit hole and then ended up back into something. Yeah. That, I mean, that is similar to, to what the song is about. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I would assume that Chumbawamba being like an anarchist collective are not anti-gun, but I'm yeah. going to assume that they're anti-NRA because the NRA exists yeah. as like a lobbying arm of like the conservative movement within this country. Yeah, it really doesn't yeah, have anything like, you to can do be, with the actual. You can be like, right? Yeah, you can be pro-gun and anti-NRA because the NRA oh, yeah. is a fucking insidious organization. Exactly. Like, like, like that. The NRA isn't there to help you get guns. It's there to help a very specific upper-class yeah. white portion of this country yeah. to get guns and has actively lobbied against, like, making it easier for, like, uh, people of color to get guns and have, mm-hmm. like, uh... Sorry, I lost my train of thought, but I don't know. But... It, it, it's really, like, it, it exists to better the, like, the ideal, quote-unquote, gun owner, which is, like, a white guy in the suburbs who shoots a gun at a range on his weekend and kind of, like deflects from the people who might actually have to use a gun for any sort of actual safety in this country other than like getting scared in the applebee's parking lot or whatever (laughs) right (laughs) um another reference that this song uh makes is to a a 19th century railroader named casey jones okay um, in the first, in the first verse, well, not even verse, just the first two lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Charlton Heston, your fa- your father favorite. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Charlton Heston, your father's favorite son, walks in whistling Casey Jones, Moses with a gun. Right. Um, I was like, oh, who's Casey Jones? What does that have to do with Charlton Heston? The short version is uh, nothing. I don't think it has anything to do with Charlton Heston specifically, but Casey Jones was a 19th century railroader slash, like, train, like, conductor um, on, like, the Transcontinental Railroad who died in a train crash um, that... And he was known for being, like, a risky operator, like, like, like often... Um, going like like excessive speeds and like and like taking risks while on the railroad to uh make sure that uh the train arrived on time because the penalties for running behind schedule were allegedly more severe than the penalties for uh safety violations which thanks capitalism that's great (laughs) um but he apparently also played baseball and at one point in time rescued a child from some train tracks and in the accident in which he died, he, like, told his co-conductor to jump out of the out of the train as he, like, tried to slow it down from colliding with other trains. And, and so his co-conductor, like, tucked and rolled out of the train and survived the crash. And Casey Jones was the only fatality in the whole crash. So, like, Damn. you know, he was... Yeah, so apparently he like did, like did whatever he had to do to make sure that the the brunt of the impact was not uh didn't affect the passengers as badly. And they uh apparently a there is a song called The Ballad of Casey Jones, which is an American like traditional folk song that arose from from this story. And uh when I googled Charlton Heston and Casey Jones, do you want to know what I found? <laughs> was it this? Was it this track? This song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so like I guess uh I guess maybe like um walks in whistling Casey Jones uh 
is a reference to the song, The Ballad of Casey Jones. Yeah, I would assume it's more so um, like a reference to that than yeah. to Casey Jones himself or like yeah. a, a specific incident involving Charlton Heston. Yeah. I, and I guess it, like, plays into this, like, American folklore type of, di- like, thing. But, like, yeah, I'm not really entirely sure why. So, I'm yeah, on, I'm, I'm on the I'm Casey Jones. I'm listening to the ballad of Casey Jones right now, and it, like, doesn't, it's not the same melody or anything. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Well, so, so I'm Sorry. on, I'm on the Casey Jones Wikipedia page, and there's an entire section for Casey Jones references and music. And it has a list yeah. of all different bands that have written songs referencing Casey Jones. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you yes. some of the highlights. Um, we got Johnny Cash. Please. We got uh, of course the Grateful Dead. We got Checks bad Re- bad religion. Bad religion. Okay, that's that's a curveball. <laughs> We've got Motorhead. Okay. <laughs> We've got ACDC. Uh huh. We've got Me Without You and the. Okay. The reference for most niche band on this list that you and I will know is This Bike is a Pipe Bomb. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> is listed as it's having tr- a song about Casey Jones on the official Casey Jones Wikipedia page. So, Is is Chumbawamba on the list? They're not. Go ahead and add them. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and add that right now. Well, so does that count? Hold on. What you should do is you should make a separate section on Wikipedia for Casey Jones music <laughs> references in music because the Chumbawamba song does not make reference to Casey Jones. It makes reference to the ballad of Casey Jones. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could like vaguely see the influence of that type of music of like the American traditional folk music on this track it's got like that same kind of ragtimey yeah. like folksy music but otherwise no idea why they picked Casey Jones specifically here <laughs> I mean honestly it's probably just like a, a, a way to make you give the idea of this all-american man if yeah, you didn't know yeah. who Charlton Heston was but somehow did know the reference of uh, the ballad of Casey Jones <laughs> Sure yeah why not <laughs> Yeah uh, speaking damn, of Jumbo speaking Lumba. of ballads, you yeah. want to talk about the music of the song? Let's do it. We're, now's we're your basically now's your already time doing to... it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, my my whole note was to... it's a it's a nice little jaunt, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't that feel good to say jaunt? <laughs> yeah, I do like. I love a good jaunt. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the gunshot noises as well. The, the, the like, the, classic, pew. like, like, pew, like, the classic, like, gunslinger western noises. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yet again, Chumbawamba's just, uh, diving into another, um, another style of music here, this time with, like, a folksy ragtime bit. There's, like, a, the piano doing the boom, 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 and the guitar as well, you know? Like, it's just very, um... It's very, it's a very well-made uh, pastiche of that kind of music. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. in and out less than twenty-five seconds. Yeah. It's like yeah, like it's the a short one. it's like grindcore track, but with folk music. <laughs> grindcore folk music. Let's start a grindcore folk band where it's all folk music, but the songs are under thirty seconds long, and but they're like grindcore lyrics. Okay. I'm so like it. they're about like dismemberment and like blood and <laughs> and but but it's all folk music. I think there's a market for that. Yeah, grind folk is yeah. what we'll call it. 
Yeah, I like it. There is a, um, an acoustic grindcore band. Pretty funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, is that that is that that band from? Um, oh, I feel like I know this band. They're they're like a Chinese band. I think they're Japanese. I think. Japanese. I think oh, they're I'm sorry. One armed dentist. Yes. Yes. One armed dentist. Yes. Yes. That band. That band is. I like that band actually. <laughs> is it one armed dentist? One armed dentist isn't bringing anything up. Oh, it's something dentist. Let's see if Acoustic. I Google. Armless dentist. I was close. Armless dentist. And they're yeah. from Singapore, so we're both wrong. Singapore, <laughs> so we're both racist. I'm yeah. sorry. Um. Yeah, I I I like armless dentist. Me I don't too. remember when I I don't remember when I listened to them for the first time or even why, but I might have showed them to you. That's possible. In fact, that's probable. <laughs> <laughs> They haven't released any new music since 2017. Yeah. So, um, Armless Dentist, come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't really have much to say about the music. It's just like a no. nice little, like, you know, finger snapper. Yeah. Um, who is the vocalist on this? Is it Dan Burt? I have no idea. It sounds I kind of... I couldn't tell. It, there are parts of it that sound very Damberty, but there are yeah. other parts that don't sound very Damberty. Yeah. So if this is Danbert, this is the only track on the album so far that he's had vocals on. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. They, I was listening. Yeah. They put Danbert in a cage. Well, yeah, he does. Put... He does. He does vocals on this album, but not like the main ones. Oh. Does, yeah. Yeah. Like, he does like, that's, the shouty that's what back, I mean. like He yeah. does like the shouty backup stuff in Jesus in Vegas is the first thing that comes to mind. Does he, or I is that, you. or is that Dunstan? I don't remember. Either way, there's not been a cat. There's not been a Dan Burt song yet. You know where he's, he's like. The he's lead. on this album, right? He's a. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's I mean, I mean, personnel. he he is credited on the album. Okay, but oh, he uh, plays banjo know. on this album apparently. Ooh, oh, maybe he plays banjo on this track. Yeah, there's, there's well, a, I think there's a little bit of banjo we'll in the background there. Have to ask him. There. Hey, Dan Burt. Yeah. What did you do on the album? I'll message him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. See if he see if yeah. he remembers. <laughs> anyway, that's just one of my idle observations. Oh. Um, other than that, I think I'm ready to take it down to Chumbawamba versus Let's the head people. Head over to Chumbawamba versus the people. Let's do it. We don't really. Do you have... want to read the singular YouTube comment for this song? Uh, I can if you'd like me to. Please. This is from friend of the show Aaron L, who just says. Gonna make this my ringtone now. This is also <laughs> uploaded by a friend of the show, Neytiri. Neytiri. Um, with, a, with a little description, I believe in Polish. Yes, it's mm. Polish, and it's a thank you to Marcina for uploading, the or, or whatever it is. Same same thing that they say on all of their videos. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. 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 Thank you, Aaron, for uh, writing that comment one year ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've been in the trenches also talk, do you want to also talk about the other thing that you found yeah um yeah. so in in my search here um yeah. i found another song called armed and insecure moses with a gun which is by the band lucid harmonic who have zero monthly listeners on spotify and oh, put yeah. out this album in 2006 um I did listen to this track. It's not very good. Um, it's not the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard. 
I've definitely found worse songs while, but it's just like if you were like, what if like we were like two reductive takes away from like Breaking Benjamin? Like it was like someone yeah. heard a Breaking Benjamin cover band and was like, I could do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We didn't really have much for Triple One versus the People, so I ended up there. I do. I do have, I'm going to send this to you on Discord, um, and we'll see if we can get anything out of this. We could, we, we have the original uh, video of Charlton Heston's From My Cold Dead Hands uh, of speech, where he's holding <laughs> a musket, speaking at um, the, the fucking... <laughs> NRA and the uploader says my hero Mr. Charlton Heston from my cold dead hands the second amendment vindicated wonderful Charlton Heston's closing remarks at the 2000 NRA annual meeting in Charlotte North Carolina he was a very fine American those five words from my cold dead hands this man was a true patriot freedom of the individual Governments derive their just power from the governed, the people. People should not fear their government. Their government should fear the people. Jesus Christ. It's always so funny when, like, Republicans yeah. say things like this and then, like, yeah. get mad when anyone does anything that doesn't fit into, like, their tiny little yeah. ideological worldview. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the constitution. I think the constitution is fucking stupid. But I also think the yeah. way that like conservatives have chosen to interpret it in in it in like the dumbest way possible is also very funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like these what's, are. Yeah. Like, what's the whole point of a Second Amendment if it's not explicitly to shoot police officers? Like, that's the whole thing you're supposed to be defending yourself from. And then right, they fucking right. bitch and moan when you don't fucking kneel every time a goddamn cop walks in, like, a fucking, like, Chili's. Like, yeah, I don't know. Bums me out. I wish yeah, conservatives were cool. Like, they, they used to have some cool things, and now they have nothing. Like, the whiny, yeah. they're just liberals, but with, like, even worse politics. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is always, like, the way that the, the, the idea of small government, which doesn't exist because, like, like not, not the way they define it because it's like, okay, you want, quote-unquote, small government, but you also, like, want the government to keep a database of families that have their children get, like, transgender-affirming health care. Like, exactly. Okay, that's, like... <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I want not... a small government when it comes to me having to pay taxes, but I want a big government yeah. when it means them being able to overreach into the lives of everyday people trying to live their lives how they yeah. see fit. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Conservatives are really I mean, everyone who like falls into like the median like eighty percent of yeah politics are like the dumbest people ever. Like I I don't agree with libertarians on a lot of things, but I do respect some of their insane live and let live policies yeah like, i don't think yeah. i've ever met a libertarian who was like actively like transphobic or homophobic because they genuinely just don't care like they got yeah. some pretty dumb ideas about how an economy works but it's better yeah. than the like half-assed republican take on it yeah there are a lot of comments on this video that are all just like <laughs> god bless this man god bless the the usa from the uk brothers in arms <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what arms, motherfucker? You live in the UK. Yeah. Lots of typos, too. I thought this would be fun. No, it's, not. it's just a little depressing. <laughs> I'm going to close that tab and instead ask if you have any final thoughts you want to share, Teddy. Um, 
Charlton Heston looks like a fucking corpse in this video. That's my final thought. Yeah. Uh, but no, this the song is it's it's fun. Yeah. Um, it's quick. It's short. It once again shows yeah. off Chumbawamba's prowess to just like. It feels like they like spun a wheel and we're like, okay, yeah, next right. next genre up, we're doing like bluegrass, like jaunty piano tunes, but it's only gonna be twenty five yeah. seconds. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I fuck with it. How about you, Natalie? Yeah, I fuck with it too. It's uh, it's it's just it's it's such a nice little nice little treat almost. You know, like in the middle of the album, you get a little treat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a goofy little song, um, and uh, yeah, I like it. You know, am I gonna throw it on a Am I going to throw it on a playlist for someone and be like, you have to listen to this Chumbawamba song. This is the song that's going to get you into this band. No. I would, but, you know. I would show it to someone's grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, <laughs> the, the grandfather would be like, ah, they used to call Charlton Heston the fucking the, the, yeah. the Moses with a gun. Exactly. Like if I ever met <laughs> someone that still goes by Peepaw and had to like play a song for them, maybe this song. <laughs> yeah. And then you could, um, then when they're like, when they're like, um, uh, they used to call Charlton Heston that. You can be like, yeah, this is a, a pro Charlton Heston track. Like, yeah. Chumbawamba loved Love, that guy. They love him. If there's anything Chumbawamba stands for, it's conservatism and uh, yeah, guns rights. As Europeans, maybe Chumbawamba are yeah. anti-gun. Europeans have like know. a weird take on it because they know they don't have to live in the hellhole that is America. Yeah. Gun culture in the United States is a very specific type of thing, yeah. and uh, like I, 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 I can understand someone being anti-gun in the UK more than I can understand it in the US. Same, like yeah, when you don't, when you're not current, like constantly surrounded by it, I can see how it's just like, yeah, it's great if we don't have those things, and also, yeah, y'all's cops don't have them to the same degree that yeah. our cops do. But if you're exactly. anti-gun in America, I think you're fucking stupid. But yeah, I could see as I like if you're if you're from UK having uh, a, a different and not fully incorrect uh, anti-gun opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I still think you're kind of lame because guns are fucking cool. Charles Huston <laughs> was right. Uh, if you had to rate this song, Teddy, what would you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a Best of Russian Hard Bass 2020 out of a Billy Joel Piano Man, which are the two videos recommended to me after Charlton Heston, My Cold Dead Hands, long version. Amazing. <laughs> How about you, Natalie? Amazing. I'm going to give it a Glock 9mm out of an M16 rifle. Okay. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Auga. Thought I'd throw one of those. In yeah, there. why do I need yeah. sound effects when you're doing it for me? Yeah, you, I'm, I'm a regular. Uh, I'm a regular. Um, what's the name of that guy from the Police Academy movies? Oh, Martin Lawrence. Oh, I was gonna say like a folly artist, but oh yeah, I guess that's the bit <laughs> yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got for that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Natalie, you want to take us out over to leftism of the week? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I got mad while <laughs> I got mad while writing this, but um, oh god, what are, so since last we spoke, there has been a major geopolitical event, um, in uh, Eastern Europe, um, and uh, I'm not sure where what to, like it feels like we should talk about it, 
but also I was purposely avoiding ever discussing this because I don't think that my take lines up with a bunch of fucking liberals on Twitter but yeah so I'm 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 going to I'm I feel like it's weird to not acknowledge it but I don't want to turn this into a segment of like of like analyzing the conflict because one you can listen to smarter people do that in more intelligent ways and like with a deeper understanding of the history of everything that's going on than listening to you know my 30 minutes worth of research into the topic that i've done um and two it doesn't really feel like the spirit of this podcast so instead i'm going to use it as a uh framework as an excuse to talk about how um the media is reporting on the topic instead and and why war is like a necessary piece of capitalism um today i got a notification from my bank explaining all of the ways i can quote protect my investments in the wake of the ukraine uh russia conflict and how it's going to influence global markets um i don't have fucking stocks or anything but they're just a fucking like blanket email i guess they sent to all of their customers um i saw a yahoo news article about an asset manager who was talking about how this is a prime opportunity for investors to take advantage of low prices on shares um and how it's a great opportunity for people who want to get involved in the stock market um there's a lot of schlock going around about how brave and courageous the ukrainian president is and how fucking cunning he is and, you know, as as I'm sure anyone who listens to this knows, I'm very anti-standing any politician. But didn't you know and... he was in Paddington? Come on. <laughs> I actually didn't know that. That makes me want to jump off of a bridge. He was the voice, he was the voice of Paddington in the Ukrainian dub of Paddington. <laughs> okay, I- I've changed my mind. I've done a 180. I've turned the corner. I love this guy now. <laughs> um... And uh, uh, the biggest thing in the media that you're seeing is there's a lot of, like, glamorization of, like, Ukrainians um, taking up arms to fight back against the invasion, uh, which which I support. I think it's good that citizens have the ability to arm themselves, but there is an inherent hypocrisy to it because the same media outlets who are, like, valorizing that act by ukrainian citizens were demonized the fact that palestinians do the same thing against uh, israeli occupation or there was a lot of demonization of american citizens who were doing significantly less violent things in the grand scheme of things um during the uprising in 2020 and it's just all so hypocritical and ghoulish and so transparently about upholding the idea that war is necessary because war profits the ruling class and if we if media's job in that is to convince everyday people of the of the virtuousness of war and the necessity of war so that you know stocks can keep improving defense contractors can keep making millions and millions of dollars like it's all the same shit, you know? Like, it's the same shit we saw in the early 2000s when we were invading Afghanistan and Iraq. It's the same shit we see now. Like, it's just... And the reason I want to talk about it is because so many people are sharing these things, like, uncritically, unexamined. Like, and I think it just comes down to a matter of, like, a lack of media literacy, you know? Like, so I... 
just want anyone who's listening, you know, I'm sure most of the people who listen to this podcast already agree with me, so I, I understand the perspective of fucking, like, shouting into the void here, but what is a podcast if not a platform for shouting into the fucking void? <laughs> just don't fucking buy it. Don't buy it. You know, it, it goes back to what we've been talking about. Like, this seems to be a running theme on leftism for the past few weeks of, like, between the fucking Foo Fighters AIDS denial and everything else. Just, like, be unflinchingly skeptical of mainstream media. I never thought I would be one of those people because the whole, like, the mainstream media is, again, another conservative thing that, that, like, is so closely tied with their shitty ideologies, but the actual basis of distrusting, like, mainstream media is actually a good thing, right? It just so happens that they have warped it into, you know, they have their own ruling class who have co-opted that cynicism into, okay, don't trust the New York Times, but do trust fucking Alex Jones, right? Yeah. Like, it, It's very so, funny seeing people that, like, decried, like, any sort of, like, misinformation about the vaccine yeah. or anything and made sure that they had sources for everything, sharing just, like, the dumbest fucking shit you could ever imagine yeah. about this yeah. conflict yeah. Uh, without any sort of, like, thinking. It's just, like, you really think yeah. that there's, like the ghost of kiev or whatever you think that's true you're a fucking idiot it was literally video game footage yeah literally like i don't uh, know there's so much fucking fake news going around and a lot of it i mean there is amount the an amount that is on people for having no media literacy i think that if you consider yourself a leftist you need to hold yourself to a higher standard than uh what your mom shares on facebook um absolutely not your mom specifically, but the the uh, no. <laughs> the royal the royal your mom, uh, our collective yeah, mom. our collective mom. <laughs> but um, um, at the same time, like there is like a genuine effort from the ruling class and from like the whatever powers be that that want this war to keep happening to flood as much disinformation as possible. Yes, to make it hard Absolutely. for people to point out what is and isn't like an actual thing, because yeah. if you point out the wrong thing as being true or like whatever you get called either like a fascist or a nazi sympathizer yeah. depending on which side you're blindly <laughs> choosing to right. support like right based on the 30 minutes of research you did before sharing the ukrainian flag on every post you've made god yeah i don't i, I sharing like... that fucking oh there was my favorite one was people sharing the photo of um the the empire state building lit up for like blue with blue and yellow yeah. and being like oh the empire state building is lit up in solidarity with ukrainians right now and it's like one no it's fucking not because like it's the fucking empire state building the most like neutrally like politically neutral like symbol of the ruling class that you can fucking fathom it literally has the goddamn word empire in the name and two it was an image from like 2013 or something i forget why the lights were blue and yellow but like and i saw Uh, for the release of the minions movie yeah oh that's right that's right for the (laughs) minions movie (laughs) but i saw that image going around and it had like hundreds of thousands of retweets and it's like literally all it took was like a 30 second like reverse google image search for somebody to discover that it's not what this is and like if you know anything about digital photography you can see like that it's like a very dated looking image from that's like almost a decade old like you know so like i don't know it's just like people buy this shit so easily because it's so like consumable and so nice to believe that these things are are happening like like 
that there is, like, a big bad guy in Russia and we're on the good side and, like, all we need to do is, like, retweet the fucking, like, Ukrainian flag a hundred times and, you know, also retweet, like, fucking articles from NPR that are saying, like, oh, if you're feeling, like, mental distress from the invasion in in Russia, just remember to do yoga and eat more vegetables, like, you know, like, there's that that fucking meme go around where it's like someone's uh, at a like a standing desk and it says, "Yeah, oh my yes, god, I can't believe yeah. we're living through such unprecedented times or whatever." Yeah, yeah, really hits yeah. the nail. They have on like the head a perfectly is, curated yeah. apartment and a yeah. yoga mat and like, yeah, it's it's disgusting. Um, so uh, the last thing I'll say about this is once again, like we are not. I am. I am not like an expert on this subject any more than most people are, but I do implore people to think critically about media, which is really difficult sometimes with the, with how quickly things move on social media. But if you like train yourself to look for the signs that something is false or like a scam or like, or like just like a, like a half truth, like it becomes part of your, it becomes part of your, like, instinct when browsing through things. I'm also a big proponent of not fucking, like, caring about politics on Twitter in general, because fuck that, it's not real activism, and, like, Twitter is has become a, a haven for me to just look at shit posts. But, you know, if you're As going to be somebody be. who engages with that shit on Twitter, like, at least have some type of critical, like, thinking skills about it. Um, there is an account called Media Lens that I highly recommend. Um, they, uh, call out bias in Western media publications. One of my favorite being, um, the fact that, like, with the sanctions on Russia, everyone's like, oh, the oligarchs who control the majority of the wealth in the country. It's like, yeah, that's just fucking billionaires, dude. Like, that's what, that's what billionaires are. That's what Jeff Bezos is. That's what Elon Musk is. Like, but no, those guys live in, in, in Western countries. So they're not oligarchs. They're just self-made wealthy billionaire types. Um, so Media Lens is an interesting account to follow um, if you want to look at things like that. Um, and then we also, there was a leaflet um distributed by the communist workers organization in the uk um called ukraine neither nato nor putin no war but the class war and i'm just gonna read the first uh couple sentences of it to give you an idea of what kind of like uh write-up this is why has the more than 30 year old struggle for control of ukraine burst into outright war across the whole territory now for the same reason the cost of living is going through the roof around the world the stagnation of the capitalist system means its economic crisis is deepening and um i don't think i could have said it any better than that so we're gonna put that in the in the show notes it's a very interesting read it'll only take you like five minutes to read it it's only like five paragraphs not very long um and it's just highlighting um, everything that I said in a, in, in a more uh, more sophisticated way. Um, lastly, I know I'm going on for a, a lot here, and I'm very pissed off, but... Um, yeah, we got time. We've got listeners <laughs> in uh, Europe, um, especially any of you who are in Eastern Europe. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how many people, if any, listen to the show who live in uh, Ukraine or Russia, but, you know, um, it's it's uh, it sucks to be in that situation. And I have nothing but like empathy and so- and feelings of solidarity for both Ukrainian and honestly Russian citizens who are caught up in this because it sucks for Ukrainians to have to be living in a place where NATO and Russia are just 
continuing this, like, century-long geopolitical chess game that they've been playing since the fucking Cold War. And it sucks that, like, everyday, like, ordinary Russian people are also having to deal with the consequences of economic sanctions. Um, all of it sucks, and it's all the ruling class's fault. Fuck politicians, fuck war, buy a gun. Um, and that's all I've got. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with Natalie. At the end of the day, no one in the Ukraine or Russia is responsible yeah. for this um, for the most part. And yeah. I, I don't think that... I, I think thinking of wars as something that like countries do really helps to dehumanize the people that live in those countries. Because it's yes. just like, if America went to war and someone was rooting against America... I wouldn't take it personally that they were rooting against no. me. But I do see that if you're just like, yeah, fuck Russia, or like, yeah, fuck the Ukraine, that you can be construed as, like, being insensitive to the fact that, like, for the most part, the people who live here don't have any say or in this and most likely don't have any strong opinion because as most of our listeners who are working class people, I assume, uh, will, like, know the ex like how it is that, like, just because something is happening, even if it's something as fucked up as, like, World War Three, whatever people yep. want to call it, or, like, a pandemic, most of the time, you still have to pay your fucking rent, you still have to go to work, and your life is pretty much unchanged despite, like, what is going on around you. I mean, it's probably worse if you're in, like, an active war zone. I, I don't want to belittle that, but the idea yeah. that this is, like, some giant movement. Um, the other thing I'll say is that if you're, like, broadly supporting the Ukrainian military, you probably shouldn't do that because they literally have, like, battalions of Nazis. Like, yeah. straight up using uh, pig fat to shoot at Muslim soldiers, which really, really some, some, some Nazi yeah. shit. So I'm not supporting Russia, but it's a lot more complicated no. than uh, the barrage of... Uh, shit that NPR yeah. wants you to believe it is or whatever. It fucking... turns out it's yeah. possible to hate all governments and yeah. all military and all <laughs> imperialism. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm on Russia's yeah. side because I'm really not, but no. a, no, a large not chunk of why this is being thought is that there is a separatist group in uh, Donbass which I'm definitely butchering, which is a country yeah. within Ukraine, which has been trying to be recognized as its own country for like eight years now and yeah. have asked Russia for help. And Russia has identified them as a, uh, like an independent nation. And that's yeah. at least the excuse that they're giving to go to war. Once again, I am not pro Russia. I don't agree with, a lot of the things that are doing because I mean, at the end of the day, it's a war between rich people being fought with, uh, the blood of the poor, but yeah. to, to act like this is just like Russia, just like fucking with Ukraine one, at least at some level, it, it seems to be to assist this capital of people that mostly identify as Russian seems to be. Yeah. I don't know. Once again, extremely more complicated than you should be getting your news from, from either a, a podcast about Chumawamba, or B, a dipshit <laughs> liberal outlet like NPR, or yeah. the Washington Post, or the New York Times, or anything like that. It's almost like this is an intense geopolitical thing. Where also, the fighting in like Donbass, like that area, has been going on for like fucking a decade, and we're just now paying yeah. attention to it, because just now is when it is beneficial for the United States to make it a 
uh, thing right. where we will back the Ukraine as a chess move in uh, right. our, our global domination plan or whatever. So, yeah. fun. Love it. Fun stuff. Great. This is a fun episode where we debate a lot of jokes and had a really good time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, quick! Someone, someone, fucking, uh, uh, play a play a a, a clown horn. <laughs> I I I'm I'm fucking out of words to even like sarcastically suggest some bit we could do. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that's well, it. I think that's it then. Hey, thanks for listening to Chumbology, a Chumbawamba anthology podcast. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening every week. Um, it helps. It helps to have this uh this this place to just be angry about things from time to time. Um, <laughs> the music you heard in this episode was Moses with a gun from the album What You See Is What You Get or WYSIWYG. We do not have the rights to it, but EMI, if you're gonna gonna come for me because I used this song in the podcast. You're going to have to pry my podcasting microphone out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> Just like like American hero, patriot, and podcaster yeah. Charlton Heston once said. Famous podcaster Charlton Heston. <laughs> um, if you like what we do, you can find us on Twitter at Chimbology Rocks. You can send us an email at ChimbologyPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website, which is Chimbology.rocks. You can also visit our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Chimbology, where we just put up a new bonus episode, or we'll just about to be putting up a new bonus episode. I didn't check with Natalie if she edited it or not. Uh, I, I'm going to edit it later, and it'll probably be up, it'll be up t- sometime when this. It'll be by up the, sometime in the By the, the time future. you listen to this, <laughs> it'll most likely be up or be about to be up. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, you can listen it's to about Minion Cast. It's a this, good one. this one's about Mudvayne. You can listen to my other podcast, Minion Cast, if you wish you had brain damage. Uh, yeah. You can listen to Natalie's anime podcast that doesn't exist yet, but I'll keep talking about it until it's real. It, ex- it exists in my heart. <laughs> All right. I think, uh, I think that about does it. Yeah. Uh, be safe and watch anime, I guess. <laughs> good That's advice. all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Some